Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in ROTR in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. Just us tonight. Let's see if we remember how to talk with just us too. I'm a, sure we'll be okay. Yeah, I have a question to start the show off. So, Jelly Roll. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, within the last couple of weeks, I think. And I think you had caught a little bit of the episode. But I have a, a question, and it doesn't necessarily stick to Jelly Roll, but it's a question I've always thought about. And I just wonder, I guess it depends on the mindset of people, but he says in the episode, and he's maybe said this a hundred times and I just haven't heard it, but he said it was either music or a life of crime. You've heard that, right? I mean, people say, people say that all the time is in like, not just music, but it's like, if I did, if I, if I didn't make it in this, it was going to be a life of crime or something like that. Isn't that a weird yeah, thing yeah. to say like that? Is it just be, I mean, do you, do you believe that like, even if you are raised in a crappy, like you have a crappy home life and you know, you're just out being a turd your whole teenage life and and doing things you're not supposed to like, do you think that, I, I don't know. Do you think it's normal for somebody to, to think it's, it's just crime or nothing for some people? Sure. You think so? Really? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I just, it just, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's just like a choice. And I know well, that's it definitely being, is. I know it's being very broad when I say that, and I don't mean it. No, it's not broad. No, it's not broad. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a feeble way of looking at the world, which is okay. But like, no, I, I think it is a choice. You're right. But I do think it's easier for some folks to become products of their environment than others. Now I don't know much about his background. So I don't know how how much of that sticks to him. Yeah. But, you know, I live in a city where there are some some people who are born in neighborhoods where good luck. Right. Good luck. Right. Uh, less than 50-50. Right. And that's kind of why You're, I wanted you know, that's kind of why I wanted to get your opinion too because I know that you've I know you've grown up around people like that and that there are you know, people even probably in close to your area that, yeah, like you just said, it's like, you don't really have much of a shot. So it's on you to well, you can, create man. it. You, everyone, everyone has a shot. Yeah. Right. And I, I've I recently, dude, I, I avoided this. Art. This, art, this, this conversation came up recently with a group of folks, some of them family that I, I chose not to be involved in it because I, I knew at the end of the day, it was it was a dead end conversation that was going to end up with someone being offended, someone getting upset, someone you know. Like I just I go, you know what? It, because I also thought to myself, and I actually said this to my wife. I go, I think everyone here knows my opinion on this anyway, so I'm just going to sit back and let everyone else make fools of themselves. Like I'm not even going to try. But it really depends on. What sort of guidance do you have? What sort of, what sort of, uh, you know, you, dude, I have a friend, I have a friend who, uh, growing up, he, he lived with his grandparents. Okay. And the dude had no guidance, period. And every time he fucked up, whether it be school, whether it be a baseball practice, whether it be a football practice, whether it be the, you know, he, uh, you know, one of the neighbors were pissed at him because he jumped over the fence to get a ball out of their yard and whatever, whatever. It always came back to, well, wait, you don't have parents at home? Like that, that whole conversation had to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. He lived with his grand, his grandparents. His grandfather was fucking basically brain dead. Right. Still, still alive, but he, 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 no guidance from his grandfather. His grandmother was raising him, and it always came back to that. He was able to get the things he had because his biological father's brother gave his grandmother money for him. Wow! And he never met the kid. He just knew that his brother had a kid that he abandoned and he felt bad about it. So he took it upon himself to be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and send this kid money. Now, I'm not, we're not talking right. an inheritance yeah. by right. any means, but yeah. he gives him money. You know, get yourself a pair of shoes, right? Make sure you, 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 that whole thing. So, like, this kid just lacked guidance, period. And he grew up around kids like myself uh, and other kids who, 
came from two parent homes and or came from even like a single mother home. And uh, had it not been, and this is just my guess, had it not been for us, he probably would have ended up a criminal. But he was super lucky and he had uh, people around him whose families kind of welcomed him in. Oh, you want to stay? You can stay. Oh, you want to stay an extra day? You can stay like that. And it wasn't even like you want to stay like, no, you can stay. It's Sunday night. We'll make sure you get to school like that whole thing. And uh, ended up going to college, playing baseball in college. And, you know, all things considered turned into a, a contributing member of society rather than a, crim- a criminal. Right, right. But he was someone who, you know, had a choice, but he didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. And I often think about like, what if it weren't for that dude? And he, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I haven't talked to the guy in three years, maybe. Uh, and I, you know, the Facebook, but that doesn't count. But um, I'll be honest. I don't think he met that dude until he was out of high school. Really? Like actually got to know him, you know, that whole thing. So back to, to your question about Jelly Roll, is that a good thing? I don't know. It definitely helps. As an artist, as a recording artist, it definitely helps his story. I don't know how much of it I believe. Where is he from? Oh, shoot, I don't you remember. Know? I don't. I Google it real quick. I, yeah, I got you. Was it like... Was it Alabama Nashville. or something? He's from no, Tennessee. No, oh, that's right. He is from Nashville. That's right. Dude, he's 38. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't know why I'm saying I, I don't know if I believe that. I'm I'm sure that's the case. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think for him saying it publicly will definitely, you know, tug at the heartstrings well, of, so, of, of folks. Th- so. And that's kind of why it stuck in my head because he said that on the Rogan podcast and then he's also got a documentary that's coming out about him or that already came out about out. him. And I, it's out. Okay. And I seen the trailer yeah. for it and he, that's like the first thing that's said in the trailer. Is like if it wasn't for mute this music thing, I w- it would have been a life of crime or so, you know something along those lines, and it just stuck in my head. True. And I was like, man, I don't. Is that true? Like, is that like is that just a fact for some people? Or do you, I mean everyone everyone has a choice, but I guess some people don't see that choice. Yeah, it definitely is a fact for a lot of people. And you just don't realize it. I think we, uh, and by we, I mean us as a fluffed society, we're conditioned to thinking that criminals are ghetto, and I'm using air quotes there for people listening, or hood, or whatever the case may be. And that's just not the case. That's not reality. Yeah. Criminals exist in every form of life, every color of skin. Every, everything, right? Every race, every gender, whatever. Apply whatever sort of stupid title or subtitle you want to it. So, like, we have this perception of what crime is and what people who grew up in crime are, and it's not really that's not based in reality. I'll tell you, you've been several times. You've been around criminals, and you didn't know it. Want me to tell you where you were? <laughs> Your house? <laughs> no, 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 no. 
the Inkspot Block Party. Oh, yeah, I know. Troy, Missouri is baffling because you really do. I mean, you really are like, dude, when I would get tattooed out there and I'm not saying anything that I don't think they would want me to say, but when I would get tattooed out there, every time I'd be in the shop, there'd be another person come in, wants to chat up Dave while I'm getting tattooed and, oh, I just got out and, oh, I just got out. Like the, the sentence, the, the introduction is always, I just got out or I've been out for, I've been out for three weeks or whatever. And I'm just like. Do any of these motherfuckers not go to jail? Like, <laughs> so yeah, it exists. It's real. I was actually know? I was actually thinking about that today because I seen a post on Facebook of uh, Matt Schroeder and he he had just got I guess his tattoo finished by Big Dave. Yeah, and uh, you know I I you said you don't think you were saying anything that he would that they wouldn't want said. I mean that is literally I mean, I that. I mean, no, I mean that's that's the story. Like that's his, his story that he tells everyone because it's, it's legit. Yeah. You know, like I, I I don't know exactly what the background was on why, you know, he was in that, in that mess at one time, but you know, he, he found his way out and the fact that he's literally probably the nicest guy in the entire world is it's crazy, right? <laughs> to think, to think, yeah. to think it's the same scenario of like this tattoo thing, say like this tattooing thing kind of saved my life. Like it is like finding, finding art and finding this or crime basically. Like it, it's, it's crazy that he is like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. I mean, yes, on the surface. Yes, it is crazy. I agree. But you know, you have to, you just have to dig a little deeper on people, man. Some oh, people yeah. like are beneath the surface when it comes to who they really are. Yeah. The surface will tell you that that guy looks like a criminal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it'll be the first to tell you that. And I, I, you know, I don't know that he's ever said, he's never said this to me and he's told me a story, but like, I, the way that I perceived his story is that he was a product of his environment and he really felt like there was nothing else to do other than be a criminal. So, I again, is it important to say, I don't know, how many records do you want to sell? How many streams do you want? How many viral clips do you want from the Joe Rogan podcast? You know what I mean? Like I, I Right. I don't really have a problem with him saying it, but to well how long has he been in the game i mean he it's been a while right yeah i so I it's like to sort of like still be saying that is but if you but look man like if he really believes that music saved him then good for him you know i uh if it was me i'd probably be doing the same thing you know of preaching to the world like hey this really did save me. I would have been a piece of shit. You know, uh, he was charged with armed robbery, but he never went to prison. Oh, he didn't? I don't think so. So I, I know you said recently that he's kind of, uh, you started to like him based off of different times that you've heard him speak and different interviews that he's done and stuff like that. And you weren't really a fan before that, but now you have kind of, he's grown on you quite a bit. 
I just wish the guy would lose some weight. Like that, it it drives me insane that he that he's not. Like that he has. This is a weird. Yeah. I understand this is a weird <laughs> subject to get into, but I just feel no, like I, mean, I wish he would. Like for his for his own sake and his own health. Sure. Well, let me be. Uh, I'll, okay. Yes, I agree. To be clear, uh, I like him as a dude. Like he, I, I want to have a beer with him. Yeah. So maybe I'm a I'm a I'm an enabler, obviously, to the weight thing that you so <laughs> emphatically stated. He needs to change. <laughs> I don't like his music. That I'm still. Yeah. He hasn't turned me on his music, but uh, as a dude, like yeah, I kind of want to kick back and hear some stories and have a beer with him. Talk to him about music, but I mean, his music, no, I don't really, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. And don't let me forget because his music reminds me of a list I saw recently about, you know, bands that are like keeping rock and roll alive or whatever. I don't know why he made me think of it, but um, the weight thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's roll into that list. Do you have that list pulled up? Okay, I didn't mean to derail your, no, you're your jelly roll. No, you're good. Uh, weight intervention, but <laughs> hopefully <laughs> you could, you know, you could change things for him, dude. If you have solid advice, uh, I mean, he was on the Rogan show. Uh, so if anybody in the world was going to try to get him yeah, to, I don't think it that's would his be thing though with a guy like that. I don't know. The reason I say that maybe is because apparently they have like a lot of connections together, like a lot of people that yeah, both yeah, of yeah. them know. So I, I don't know. I think that just. Did you watch the full episode? Did it ever come up? I didn't. I didn't get to listen to the whole thing. No. I wonder if it. Yeah, me neither. But I wonder if it came. If it came up. Maybe I don't know. Because if it came up organically, then perhaps Joe Rogan would give him advice. But like I don't know, dude. Yeah. I think Joe Rogan at this point is like, dude, just let people be who they are. And I, I'm not going to, because he used to be very preachy on yeah. fitness and stuff. And I kind of feel like, dude, he's so global at this point. Like people are going to call him on his bullshit because he's done so many episodes and he's always, always um, out there for people to see now, like with the cigar smoking and the cigarette smoking and the drinking and the, the you know, it's like, dude, I don't know if you should be preaching that to anybody anymore because all the things that you were able to sort of not disclose or hide from the public before, we all know it now. If you pay, you know, if yeah. you pay attention, even the slightest, but right. And anyway. Uh, this, this, I don't know where I, I guess I saw this on Facebook maybe. And this publication, the pit, I've seen it a couple of times, obviously not the best website, uh, 10 bands keeping rock and roll alive. So like I shared this and I just said, this list should have been called, there are so many bands keeping rock and roll alive. Who did we miss? That type of thing to say that these are the 10 is like insulting to so many bands and to me, but Foo Fighters, okay, fine. I'll give you that. Ghost, I'll give you that too. Sure. Really? Like that they're saving? Not saving, just keeping it alive. That's the same thing, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Semantics, dude. <laughs> you can say saving. I'll just say, look, they're they're doing well. Shine down. Okay. 
look, I know you know that I'm not a Shine Down fan, but like, can we move on <laughs> from Shine Down? I mean, dude, as far as mainstream rock music goes, they what what are they are, what have they done? They are like it. So you need to be mainstream to keep rock alive? Probably. Right? Or do you need uh, how- to be mainstream and shine down to water rock and roll down? I don't give me give me a description of what you mean by that. What do you what do you mean by watering rock and roll down? You're trying to make me be a hater here. Uh-huh. I have to. Yeah. Well, they're generic to me. Okay. I know you don't agree, but and that's fine. Um, I just feel like to to be honest with you, Ghost gets a pass because Ghost has not been sort of at the forefront as long as Foo Fighters or Shine Down. Like I could even do without Foo Fighters on this list. Find somebody else. We know Foo Fighters are rock and roll. We know they do well. They're one of the biggest bands in the history of music, right? Okay. So I, I just it, it uh, I'll I'll get to my point here in a minute. We'll go through the list real quick because there are only ten. So Boy Genius didn't know who this was until I saw this list. I have no idea. Who you that let is. me know if you think this is rock and roll. I think it's kind of hard to think that a band is saving saving rock and roll or keeping it alive or whatever. And I've never even heard the name <laughs> of it before. You love the name. You love the word saving. So they were headbanging in a car, so they're keeping it alive, right? What are we doing? How is this keeping rock alive? I don't know. I think the list was trying to be cool. The how, writer of this how? is the writer. This writer's a douche. I don't know. Try- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Michael Pimentel. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, do better. You think he's wrong? Yeah, I think so. This is him. That's Oh, no. That's oh, my him. God. That's not him. That's not him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no wonder he's so out of touch. (laughs) Dude, I'm so glad I did not stick with this world because people would be saying this about me. Let's go back. Every clock's a different time. I don't like I don't like this. And I mean, that's not a bad song, it, but it's like 90s Lilith Fair alternative. What was the it's word? Not a bad song. What was the word you just used? Lilith Fair. The, it was a festival that was all women, all women oh. artists. Oh, okay. I've never yeah. heard of that. It was before. like the, the woman response to Lollapalooza. Yeah. Huh. It only lasted a few years, but they did it for a while. Huh. Uh, that's what it reminds me of. And, and that, again, that's not a bad song necessarily is it rock and roll and is it keeping rock and roll alive i uh beg to differ so that one confused me and i again i did not know who that was until just now and then so this is another one so this band called health but here's what they here's what this guy says about the band health and again i think i'm cool apparently i'm not cool enough because i didn't know who this was 
But do you know who else is make? Uh, you know who else makes enchanting music along with incredibly haunting tunes? Health. The electronic rock act is easily one of the most fascinating bands working today, known for collaborating with a variety of artists. Health is quite prolific in the different blends of rock and electronic music they make. Also, they are amazing to see live. Okay, so they included this song called Cyberpunk whatever. What a Cyberpunk 2077. So, again, not a bad song. I did listen to this before we started. Not a bad song, but what? what are we doing? I want to point out, too, that this song is over five minutes long, so you're going to get a lot of this. And vocals don't happen until about three minutes in, I don't believe, I don't think. So, like, this is cool. Whatever. Cool instrumental. Like, Are they out of, like, Japan or something? But on what universe is this band keeping rock and roll alive? Are they are they from like Japan or something? <laughs> Why Japan? I'm Where being serious. I, I don't know. I, I was just asking. Isn't that like a skyline I from I have no like, idea? It looked like like a Japanese oh. skyline or something. Oh, was it? Uh they're from California, of course. They're from LA. Oh, I was, of, I was close. Of course. Noise rock slash industrial band. Let's, noise, let's listen to a different song. Noise rock? That's a genre now? That's always been a genre. Really? I would not call that song noise rock by any means. And I've listened to some noise rock bands. I, the, all the anime. See, like my brain just shut off. All the fucking anime. And, I, I can't, and, and I again, I say, I say J- uh, Japan and now all this stuff is anime. So yeah. there's a connection there for sure. And it's like... Uh, What's the music I'm thinking of? The Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. It's like what? It's like uh I'm trying to think of what the genre of music is. Not um I know what you're talking about. So uh, the no, it's what's the EDM. That's what I'm thinking of. EDM. Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. Oh, what'd you there think? There is was? a genre of music which has i think started in japan or with anime folks but i don't remember what it's called but someone took a bunch of songs that monsters did and redid them uh it's it's a style of of remixing songs where they Mm -hmm. like speed them up or slow them down and they put anime to it Mm -hmm. did you ever see this when we shared these videos i don't think so Uh -uh. i'll show you in a minute let's let's listen to this song called hateful by health hey but but what about uh and saving rock what about baby metal is that a oh i mean is that like an america like a usa thing or is that from another country that's from whatever country wants to give me a stroke because that's how I feel when I hear <laughs> that name or hear that music. Literally the only time that I've heard baby metal is from that. Was it the last bring me the horizon album? Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yeah. This is like EDM. 
Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you could call that. I wouldn't call that industrial either, but I need to listen to it all. We are obviously not, not going to do that for the show, but. So, yeah, they're saving rock. Black Veil Brides. I like this. That's cool. That's a fine pick. I'll go with that. I'll buy that. I don't I don't the know. Nova Twins. I, I don't know a whole lot the, about Black Veil Brides. I know that. Uh, what was that? Their big song. In the end. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Uh, good band. Nova Twins. You know about this? Nope. This is ridiculous. We're t- we're picking ten bands that are keeping rock alive, and I already three of them I've never heard of. Because you it, don't have your finger. Does that on mean the I'm pulse, out of dude. touch? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, then it's on totally. me. Totally, it's on me then. But when I play this for you, you won't feel that way. So again, I don't hate this. It's fine, but whatever. That, I'm trying. Uh, as I get older, like, I'm trying not to be such a hater on that stuff was like, like this. Baby metal meets Spice Girls. <laughs> well, that's an obvious thing to say. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And I have, I, this is not the first time I've checked them out. Like, I actually knew who they were. I don't hate it. Uh, I, I, I would bet real money that they don't perform live, that it's all tracks. There are no instruments being played. I could see that. It's yeah. all vocal tracks. I could see like, that. Like, I, I would, <laughs> I would be willing to put up my kids' college money for that. But, Nonetheless, it's not terrible. I don't hate it. But again, I don't know if they're saving rock. The Mars Volta. Like, why are they on the list? Alter Bridge. Really? What? Enough. Enough with Alter Bridge and Shine Down. And enough with Hailstorm. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to get to that one. Enough already. <laughs> That's funny. It's so corny. I'm sorry. It's so generic. But, but, it's but, so... On, but on a list like this, don't you think you have to have a no. woman-fronted band? Like a woman-fronted rock band? We just listened to one, Nova Twins. Let's put uh, them over Hailstorm. Different, uh, different thing. So you mean a butt rock band? Would you rather, would you rather see... Um, why is the name escaping me right now? But what's the other female-fronted band? Hard, harder rock band. Which? Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Played Point uh, Fest several Spirit times. Box? No, played Point Fest several times. Um, Otep? No. Hills, uh, in this moment? Yes, in this moment. I'll take them over Hailstorm, sure. Okay, so the whole reason I bring this up is because you got bands like Hailstorm and Shinedown and Alter Bridge on this list. Have you guys, like, hey... The Pit, if you're listening. Have you ever fucking heard of Beartooth? 
Have you ever heard of fucking Bad Omens or Dayseeker or fucking and like? Can can if I, you even want to? Can go, I ask like, you on the three ba- the three bands that you just named? I know I'm going back to mainstream again, but are they mainstream enough yet? Especially like Dayseeker. How Seeker. is that health band mainstream? How is yeah, that? I, I don't know. Are they? Are they? I already part- forgot the name of the <laughs> the female group that we listened to. They're not mainstream. Are they more wage mainstream? War. In a How about different- Wage War? Okay, yeah, that would be a good one. And then there are there are bands who are smaller than the ones I just said, who could be put on this list. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But like, come on, dude, me a fucking break. Alter Bridge and Shine Down. They're not keeping rock alive. If anything, they're holding it up. They're keeping it from expanding and they're keeping it from be- being huge. Because rock radio and playlist curators and all these people find it safe to play those types of bands. For the folks just for the folks that just don't have the time to listen to a band like Nova Twins. Or listen to a band like Beartooth. I, dude, I don't know. You say saving, I'm saying keeping rock alive. Maybe it is all the same thing. But if we're going to create a list... Well, look, here, here's the other thing, too. That list was created... That This list was created for the writer's ego. It was for the writer to get clicks and for the writer to see who... Who, who clicked on it, who commented, who had something to say about it. And so they could be clever with their little blurbs. You know, it wasn't designed to promote the bands on it or to create any form of discovery. In my okay. opinion, okay. I, I, I could be wrong, but what, what are your thoughts? I don't agree. What do you, you don't. So what do you think it was created for? No, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I don't agree with the the, pick, oh, okay. the picks that he made. It, it doesn't make sense. I well, I guess I don't really understand what you're saying though. As far as like it it wasn't made. It was made just for clicks, but how? Like not made to promote the bands, but just made to get the clicks. As in, like people are curious as why yeah. the Nova Twins is saving or I keep saying saving is keeping rock alive. Well, that, that, so look, dude, the, I mean, I'm guilty. It got me. I was like, oh, who's keeping rock and roll alive? I clicked on it. And then the rest of this is just feeding the, the writer's ego. And, you know, it's, it's basically like a dick stroking type article where it's like, let me go ahead and say something clever about these bands. Some you know and some you don't. But and I'll, the ones you don't, I'm going to say something really clever. Like, it, is that insinuating, though, that rock and roll is dying? No, uh, dude, we talked about this before when we talked about Sleep Token and that whole uh, whatever the dudes, uh, I can't remember who said it, but you know, they're saving metalcore or whatever this was. It's like nothing's dying, nothing's going away, right? We don't need anyone to save it, we don't need anyone to keep it alive. We just need to discover new artists, and we need, you know, in order to do that, it takes people talking about it. So like if you're going to put and, and that's kind of, I guess that goes back to like my whole point. It's like if you're going to put out a list of the 10 bands that are rock and roll and are keeping the genre alive because for some reason people think it's dead, 
Why not put all new bands? Why put Foo Fighters? Right. Does anyone on the planet think Foo Fighters aren't rock and roll? Right. And you can't. There's no way. So, like, does anyone on Earth care about Hailstorm? So, okay, let me ask you this. So you say... You ignored my question. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally... No, I didn't, I didn't do that on purpose. I was trying to... I was thinking about this. Uh, so you say no genre is dying. No. I'm not saying that pop punk was ever dying, but I do want to know your opinion on... Okay. Does a, does a band like Blink-182 come, coming back revitalize that genre does does it make way for new pop punk bands or does it help new pop punk bands out or does it help other bands who were you know big around the same time to like to be re uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is uh refound like found again basically by a new uh, a new generation of listeners. I think it does all of the above. Okay. Yeah. I think it helps pop punk because they were such a massive band when they were at their peak that when they come back, you're going to get people talking about it and they're going to throw around that word pop punk. And for those younger of the younger generation, for those that you know that actually like to do their due diligence and seek out what that genre is and what bands are considered that genre, it helps. Uh, and the, to one of your other points, I think you know the last thing you said was like, "Well, does it help people kind of go back and rediscover those artists from the genre?" Yes, definitely, definitely. And then it does help you. It does help the newer pop punk bands, which do exist, uh, get discovered by perhaps a new. It, it, it could be, it could be a couple of different types of people. It could be the folks who were fans of Blink and kind of gave up on pop punk once Blink One Eighty Two kind of faded away. They could be discovering these newer pop punk bands that, uh, you know, they didn't know existed, or it could be the younger generation who discovered Blink-182 for whatever reason, not because of pop punk necessarily, but because of whenever they would have heard it. And then they go, well, let me go, let me go ahead and find out who else is pop punk or are there newer bands? And, you know, it all kind of, it's like a funnel the way that it works, but yeah. It's kind of interesting too, to think about like, the difference in people finding those bands now versus finding them back when Blink-182 was at the height of their success. You know, you had to go into like a record store or something to buy a CD and then find other bands while you're in there that were, that were like that. Now it's like, it's probably in the algorithm, right? You type in Blink-182 into YouTube, you're probably, and you if you come on scrolling, you're probably going to find other bands that were big around that time, probably like a Sum 41 and a Simple Plan and, you know, these other big bands that were big around the same time. That's why I kind of think that it sucks that right after Blink-182 comes back and kind of revitalizes, now some 41, you know, says they're going to quit, they're going to quit doing it. And I'm like, man, that feels like it's the wrong time to do that. I mean, I understand things happen, especially in a band and all those people that how many people have to come together to form this to make this thing work. 
but man, it's, it just right. doesn't feel like the right time to do it. If you're, if you're talking about success and money and a career. Yeah. I mean, some 41 obviously has their reasons. I, I think, uh, with the algorithm. Yeah. I mean, you're not just YouTube, Spotify, wherever yeah, right. you want to stream, <clears throat> I mean, right. or find music, it's going to give you not only older suggestions of bands that were peers of Link 182, but also newer bands. Right. And, um, it's good. It's the one cool thing about the the era of the music industry that we're in where with with streaming is you are going to get those suggestions. Now, do I like that you're just going to go listen to the song for free? Not necessarily, but whatever. Uh but yeah, I mean before you you know, you know, go to a, go to a record store, watch music videos, turn on MTV, listen to radio interviews, read magazines, which is uh you know, that's like a lost lost art right i mean i you know i used to get i had two subscriptions to a magazine to magazines and i relied on them both to help me learn about new artists um blink 182 was always really good about supporting the scene and supporting other pop punk bands so i feel like they were also they had something to do with that back in the day too like one of my favorite bands or well, no, I'm sorry. My favorite pop punk band is a band called Phoenix TX, and Mark Hoppus was in their biggest, like their biggest song, the music video. Mark Hoppus was a part of that, so I feel like they were always sort of those guys that were kind of in the scene and and you know cared about seeing other bands of the genre succeed. I are could there, be wrong. Are there are but. there any other bands in different genres that you can think of off the top of your head that you kind of wish do would do the same thing that Blink One Eighty Two did? Like that, say they're not together anymore. They broke up at some point, but you think that if they were to reunite and come back, that it could really help a certain genre of music? I know that's a hard, mm. kind of a hard question to ask without giving you some prep time, but I'm just curious if there's any that come to your mind. Well, let me think. Man, that's a good one. I, I would say there are several metal bands that people, that fans would be clamoring, clamoring, you know, to get back together and it, it would sort of make waves. Don't ask me who, but I think if <laughs> there are the, of the several that, that are no longer bands or no longer like touring, if they did, it would, it would, I, de- I think it would definitely open. Well, I look, look, Forget about genres, forget about whatever. In this day and age, if a band who garnered some form of success at any point in time up to this point, if they had done that and they come back and they do something, the algorithm that we talk about so passionately all all the time, the algorithm is going to spit out other folks because of that. Right. So I think it's, it's good for anyone to, you know, sort of find their, find the, you know, reemerge or find their place in the music industry or the, the musical landscape now today, not only for themselves, but for other folks too, that would fit into the algorithm. Right. You know, uh, I, Uh, recently i sent you uh it was a it was a clip of my very first band 
that someone had posted on YouTube music and somebody shared it with me. I didn't know, I didn't know that this song was on the internet. Mm -hmm. I had, I had no idea. And, uh, I sent it to you. And because I, you know, you know, the person that sent it to me, they go, Hey, look what I found. It was in YouTube music. So I clicked on it. So obviously then it's giving me other suggestions based on what that song sounds like. Right. So the algorithm, you know, Mm -hmm. what played directly after that was Hooba Snake, I want to say. <laughs> and I go, in what world does that song sound like Hooba Snake? But yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So like if if I were still doing that band and that, that song was still mattered, it doesn't matter to anyone. But like if, if that was the case and someone's played, you know, uh, what's the big song? Uh, uh, it's the who, who running was away or well, running away is one, but um, the the reason was the, uh, probably their biggest. No, the other one, the first one. What oh. the fuck is that song called? My brain just shut off. Uh, show me what is more, make me understand. Crawling, crawling in the dark. Yeah, yeah, that's Jesus. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> if somebody goes to play that song and then after that, that song, my you know song that I was a part of comes up, I'm like, holy shit, that's a win. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I find it a bit odd. I'm like, how did, how did the algorithm? And it probably has something to do with the person who posted it, their channel, and what they liked and what they subscribed to, and you know, it all has. There's a system to it that, again, I need to take a class or several to even begin to understand. But like, well, that, well, that's the, probably what it has to do it's with. Got, it's got to be different. I mean, I don't. Again, we're dumb and we don't know how the algorithms work, but. Is it choosing it based off a of sound, like that it sounds like something else, or well, I think because, that's because, what it's be, making you because, because when you when you get into the bigger genre, like the bigger bands, like Hoobastank, if you type in Hoobastank, YouTube Music isn't going to give you your band that you were in. It's going to give you another band, but is it necessarily because it sounds like Hoobastank, or is it because it's in that genre of music around the same time? Well, again, I think that's what it's kind of making it i think that's what it wants the listener to believe but again i think it i don't know this it's my guess (laughs) i think it's based on the person who uploaded that song i think it's based on their channel what other types of videos they've uploaded and then as a subscriber to youtube music what else have they listened to and what else have they liked and what else have they subscribed to i think that's where it comes from gotcha Again, I'm guessing. But again, I, I didn't know that existed. And it turns out the person who posted that posted another song too. And I was like, wow, I, I I did not know that this band was on the internet. Because this was before, honestly, this this was before YouTube. This was before social media really took off. You know, YouTube existed, but on, you know, it wasn't as user-friendly or as easy to just put things on YouTube as it is now. So was this a studio-recorded song? Yeah. Okay. Yep, from a, from an EP. Okay. That was only released physically. It was never released digitally anywhere because there were, there were no options. Um, it was... The songs are on MySpace, but you can't listen to them. They disabled the player. 
Oh, okay. Fucking Justin Timberlake, you dickhead. <laughs> um, Does he still own MySpace? I don't remember. I don't know. I know he bought it, but he probably sold it already. But uh, yeah, so the the song, which is a to- which is a total bummer because that band was a MySpace band per se, and the only reason I had a MySpace page is because I was in that band, and I you know discovered and was friends with all of these bands and all of these like demo recordings and just like obscure uh songs were on myspace and you can't listen to them anymore because they've disabled the player on all of these things right which is a total bummer because i figured out what my myspace login was i was like oh dude i'm gonna go back and listen to all <laughs> this material you can't but is it on like the, i don't care like, who my on there i mean like you can't listen to it but like can you still see the songs that you the music that you had on there yeah yeah it's there you can see it you just can't play it but you saw what i'm saying and, is and, you can still go and find it like that music you still somewhere else find it and see it but not listen to it and for those listening don't bother contacting myspace they don't give a fuck they're not gonna fix it <laughs> trust me <laughs> trust me i got bored one day and i had time on my hands and i tried to get this fixed it's not possible. What was the re- why? Uh, why you know you-, you know when I did it. You want to know when I did it? When yeah. I did this, uh-huh. when Matt Amalung died. Oh, okay. I wanted to listen to Westcott, gotcha. and I knew that they had a page, and I knew they had a fuck ton of music on there, and I wanted to listen to it, and uh, it wouldn't play. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So I went to my old band's page, wouldn't play. I went to another band, like so. I started chatting with MySpace Help, which is a oxymoron and uh <laughs> they they don't care they're not gonna fix it trust me so listen to new music fuckers why do you do you, why do you think that seemed like a good investment for justin timberlake to buy myspace what what for what's it what's it being the, used for the the ad revenue because he bought it for cheap so to to sell it off later for the ad revenue and, and collect the money that the ad revenue would have generated in the, in the beginning would just, yeah, he probably made some good, some good coin on that. Huh? Because one of those companies, honestly, I don't Let's find out. We sound dumb. Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, let me, I mean, all the time, but <laughs> who owns MySpace? Uh, founders. Tim Vanderhoek is the CEO. So I just wonder, is like, is there like a MySpace headquarters, or is there just like a random dude oh. that is sitting in his basement that is running MySpace yeah. uh, <laughs> and answering your questions so. when you talk to him on MySpace chat? Okay, on February eleventh, two thousand sixteen, it was announced that MySpace and its parent company had been bought by Time Inc. Time Inc. was in turn purchased by Meredith Corporation, who went on to sell a number of Time Inc.'s assets, including selling its equity in Viant, the parent company of specific media back to Viant Technology Holding Incorporated. In May 2016, the data for almost 360 million MySpace accounts was offered on the Real Deal Dark Market website, which included email addresses, usernames, and weekly encrypted, weekly encrypted, excuse me, passwords. The exact data breach date is unknown, but analysis of the data suggests it was exposed around eight years before being made public, around mid-2008 to early 2009. So what you're telling me is all my information that I had in MySpace was sold on the dark web in like 08? 
Someone's got it, bro. Fuck. <laughs> so now, I, now I that know. now they know who my top seven friends were, and they know all my favorite music and everything. They know everything. They know everything about you. Jesus. Yeah. So they're owned. It's owned by Viant Technology LLC. Yeah. Justin Timberlake made some. He made some change for sure. Gotcha. Okay, here we go. In June 2009, MySpace employed approximately 1,600 employees. In June 2011, Specific Media Group and Justin Timberlake jointly purchased the company for approximately $35 million, which is so cheap if you think about it. Mm-hmm. On February 11, 2016, it was announced that MySpace and its parent company had been purchased for $87 million. Cha-ching. So they held it for five years and then sold it for almost triple what yep. they bought it for. Yep. Not a bad business deal. So there's your answer. Forget what I said about ad <laughs> revenue and all that bullshit. There's your answer. I, whatever happened Forget. in between then, it doesn't matter. Forget what I made up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's made up. I mean, that's logistically what would have happened, but I don't know if that was his motivating factor. Somebody, yeah. Someone probably said, hey, dude, you could make a lot of money on this later on if you just hold on to it for a minute. Invest whatever and you'll make double. So, Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting to think about, though, because, you know, when I discovered that those songs were out there, it had me going, well, what of all the stuff that I used to listen to that I know I can't get on iTunes, that I know for a fact isn't on, isn't on Spotify, what's out there? Via YouTube music, because YouTube music is a very user generated platform. Yeah, because anybody can, anybody can put whatever they want on it, right? Without going through like much, a... Much like YouTube. Yeah. But it's not all videos. There's yeah. a lot of audio out there too. And I know that exists on YouTube as well. Don't get me wrong. And I don't know when the switch happened, but it had me, it had me going, well, what else is out there that I could potentially listen to that i know i can't buy i know i can't find anywhere else and i did i there's not a lot there there's some there's some and it's cool it's cool i found uh and again youtube music is great for videos because you will find incredibly old shit that you didn't know a existed or b didn't know that you could find like uh, the band Calico System. I found a basement show that they did somewhere in like Iowa or something, and I don't even know if they know that this video is on the internet. But was it filmed with it a was razor? So cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it, it's like fan filmed, and it's you know, if it were me, I would want to take it down because I fuck, dude. I fuck. That was one of my biggest, my biggest gripes. Once YouTube started blowing up and Facebook and social media you know people would come to our shows and and take video and it just sounded bad it looked bad and they would post it and i'd be like fuck would we be dicks if we asked them to take that down my mom would post up like mom you gotta take that down you gotta take it down it's not gonna work please stop but hers would be like you know unedited and like it would like skip and jump and like the sound would disappear i'm like did you not watch this before you post it 
Like, why would you post this? Oh, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. Take it down. <laughs> but I want to know what the genre of music is that I was talking about. Ah, fuck. That you were talking about. Did you say it earlier? No, I didn't. I didn't know what it was called. But uh, okay, wait. Uh, theme music. Nightcore is what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nightcore. Nightcore. So it's when you take a song and you either speed it up or slow it down a shit ton, and then you put anime to it. I didn't know this what this was, but we. Uh, oh, is this what you're talking about? Is this what they did with monster music? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I it, but it happened quite a bit, and like there are some of the videos out there that have like really good amount of views. Oh, they Here's did. One of them. They this, did. I knew this. They did it on your uh, on the most recent album of Monster. Yes. Well, there's supposed to be video to this. Hang on. Hang on. No, they just. Hold on. <laughs> So you there was one that I remember that someone did a really cool so, video to. So you don't know who Oreo Milk is that did that? I, I sure don't. I sure <laughs> don't. But hey, Oreo Milk, if you're listening, thanks for the love. Let's paint me obscene. I sure was don't. that one? Where? Where'd you see it? Go up, Where? up, 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 up. Or was that just the paint me obscene song? I thought I seen that they did it. Maybe maybe I seen something different. Here it is. This one. Yep. All right, cool. I knew it. I knew it was out there. Definitely sped up. I sound good. So what are they doing with your voice to make it sound like that? Say it again. What are they doing with your voice to make it sound like that? I mean, they're speeding up. They sped up the song. So that's that's literally what your voice sounds like, just speeding it up, because it sounds like they changed your voice. I mean, no. the the music yeah, so is, it, the music is definitely sped up. I I understand that, but it sounds like your voice was changed too. Maybe it just sped up. Well, it does. That's what happens when you speed it up. When you speed okay. up the the track, yeah, that's what'll happen. When okay. you slow it down, it'll get lower. Gotcha. Kind of like if, uh, dude, there was a. It's kind of like if Alvin and the Chipmunks sang "Monster East Manhattan." I was gonna say Justin Bieber, "Eat Your Heart Out," bro. <laughs> yeah, again, you get the picture. That's enough. It's kind of cool. Uh, dude, it. Well, again, uh, there. I'd have to find it. I don't know why it's not there, but there was one that uh, when it got shared, it got shared on you. You know, they put it out on YouTube, and then I found it. We found it. And we shared it. And like the video, I want to say the video has like 150,000, 200,000 views. Dang. And we didn't have anything to do with it, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? Very last thing. Off the top of your head, if you are at a pool party. Okay. I need three songs. Okay. <clears throat> Give me three songs that if you have made the playlist, yeah. what what are the first three songs that you're going to play? If, if it's your crew at your house for a pool party. Th the th the top three songs that you're gonna play at a pool party is what songs am I gonna play? And if you want to type, well, them I'm definitely in, gonna if, do. If you want to type them into YouTube and play them? We could do that too. 
Okay. Or if you just want to say them, we can do that. I don't care. I have them all. I have. Well, what are you? I have mine all pulled up on YouTube, but I don't know if I have to show the video or if I can just show, like, just play audio. Can you do that through Zoom? Just play audio. Um, from like a YouTube video. Just play them. Give me, give me yours, and I'll give you mine. I just want to point out that if Shinedown is on this list, I'm going to be really mad. Nope. Here's number one. Okay, good. All right. Like it. All right. That's a good pick. Some 41 Let's go fat party song. Here we go. I'm not mad at this one. <laughs> I, I was curious on if you would be or not. No. This is a good song. Fountains of Wayne, Stacey's mom. Okay. You know this one very well. It's a good pool party song. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, St. Louis connection. Let's see what else. Here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. This might be the first time P.D. Pablo has ever come up on this show. I don't remember ever talking about him. No shit, really. Where? I thought I see. That's when you, as soon as you played that, I'm like, did I tell the story about meeting P.D. Pablo? I don't think so. You, yeah. you need to though. I met him in the same week that I met Lil Bow Wow and Jermaine Dupree. I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Where the hell are where yeah. you at? Man, I just got a good life, bro. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if you consider meeting Petey Pablo a good life, but yeah. You're not going to tell the story? You're just going to say you met him? Well, I, I mean, there's not a... I mean, dude, we didn't fucking bro out. Like, I just <laughs> met him. I, like, I said hello, and he was, he was cool. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Does he still put out music? Pulling, I don't know. I don't know. The last thing I remember was like freak a leak. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy with your choices there. Those all? Like I'm pulling up mine now. I think but. I have one more. Yep, one more. Uh, not with that one. I didn't okay. figure you would. I, be, get, I get why you would. Okay. Listen, man, I gave you a six, and out of that six, you were okay with five of them. I'm, I think I'm doing yeah. something well here, dude. So, like, immediately when you said that, I didn't think about any rock related songs at all. I only thought hip hop, so I'm just gonna go with it. Okay, isn't that kind of weird, right? Like, pull part to me, too. Like, pull party, like, drug me into a hip hop vortex. It should. <laughs> It it definitely should. <laughs> uh, there's one more that I want here, but I will pull up one, just because it, I'll tell you why. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Yeah, as soon as you, the very first one that came to my brain, as soon as you asked me that, was this one. Well, that's a good one. If it would, Jesus. people at man, how long is this? Hey, this one. Do these all like this? <laughs> that is a good. This is a pool party song. You got them in? What vitamins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Play along. Huh? 
So my my first bachelor party in Las Vegas. Yes, I said my first. Uh, I felt like we went to a day uh, pool party. Duh. And I felt like this song was playing on a loop while I was there. Uh-huh. Could have been the substances, you know, rushing through my blood. But this is all I was hearing was this song. Play along. You know what? You know what's funny? What? That's a good song. What's funny is you say that uh, I go back to like all me and my wife's honeymoon. And, you yeah. know, we stayed at like a big hotel that had like a, a massive pool and a swim up bar. Where'd you guys all, go? Uh, Galveston, Texas. Huh? <laughs> what? Go on, go on. I was Anyways, like, you're going to say like Cancun. No. Go ahead. No. Go. Anyway, so, uh, but, but it's funny because like I hear certain songs and it takes me back to like that, yeah. you know, that time and stuff. You know what the biggest song I think in the world was at that time? that time mm. happy by pharrell no it, it was it not, was, it was not ha- gonna make my pool party list no it was it was happy by pharrell and blurred lines by robin thick those two songs were like the biggest songs in that genre for in of all time at that at that time both of those songs make me picture middle-aged white people that can't dance crowding the dance floor at any place they're at when they come on <laughs> so yeah i get it I get it. Definitely. But no, this is a good song. What was uh, uh what see, was the other so they also did shots with Lil John, right? That was a good one. Not necessarily a pole party song, I don't think. More like yeah, a it could be. more like a club just like in the club song. They had some bangers for sure. Sexy and I know it. Oh yeah. Sorry for party rocking. I don't think I know that one. Dude, the amount of views they have on YouTube is nuts. You could do that one. All right, so you went local. I went local too, but I had a different song in mind. Good one. I was like, good gracious, as did you ever get into? I can't help it, man. We we played Murphy Lee a couple episodes <laughs> back, uh-huh. and I know we t- we said it then. Fuck you if you hate on this era of hip hop. <laughs> I don't like you if you don't like this shit. This shit is good to me. Dude. It is good. It is. Good. It's fun. It's catchy. Did you? What, what? Did, did you ever uh, go past? Like, what did you listen to with Nelly? Did you listen past uh, Nellyville? No. Much no. No, like there was no, a there was a couple of singles past Nellyville, right? Like uh what was it Shake Your Tell Feather that was on that that was like the song for um That was that yeah, but that wasn't on one of his records. That was for something else. Right. Okay. So but yeah, Nellyville was a, a big one too, like Air Force Ones and Hot in Here and what else oh, yeah. was on that? Number was number no. The he song did, the song he did with Kelly Rowland was on that record. And that was like Dilemma. Biggest, Dilemma. That was like a big one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was like crazy. And they did a but then he, country. It took him like two. years and years, but he had that, that uh the song that came out on like two records after that that blew up. Uh I know because, he, he put out he, I remember like everybody he, thought he was done. He put out like three like two or three records, like Sweat and Sweet and Sweat and Suit. Suit, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Dilemma has 1.3 billion views on YouTube. Oh, no, shit, really? 
Just a Dream. Dude, this song's good. I don't think I know this song. Yeah, this came out years and years later. This was a huge hit for him. Oh, wait, maybe I do. You know this song. You know this song. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to cover that. All right. That'd be cool. Uh, back to the pool party list here. So you did T.I. I also will do T.I., but I had a different song in mind. Good song. Wild I keep forgetting that hip-hop videos are 10 minutes long. What you need to do is be thankful for the life you Love got, you know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain't got. Start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Great one. Uh, another one. Again, hip hop. That's a good one. This song reminded me of, and, then, and I don't know why, but uh, what? I think we've talked about it before. Who sang that song? Uh, um, the Gator Boots with my pimped out Gucci suit. Who sang that? You know what I'm talking about? My Gator Boots with my pimped out Gucci suit. Ain't got no job, but I, is that stay, called Stay Fly too? Got that <laughs> You're is welcome. That Bone Crusher? No. Ah, uh, what is his Gator boots and Gucci suits? Big timers. Okay. So that's oh, I thought it was a like one person. I guess not. Okay. Wait, no, hold on. Go DJ. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's that's yeah. He's no, a big timer. Okay. That's Manny Fresh and Baby, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is called Still Fly. Still Fly. You're right. Gotcha. Okay. I believe. Uh so there's another one that I would do. I didn't have it pulled up yet, but I love this song. Uh, and we, again, we had this on a loop in Vegas at the pool, but this time I was with my wife because we love this song. It just makes us think about our wedding. So high. <laughs> yeah. Featuring, oh, I thought that was featuring Eat Ghost. Up. No tray, uh-huh. Ashes on my seat, uh-huh. Hide up, uh-huh. Taylor's on my feet, uh-huh. Cloud nine, uh-huh. Going through my mind, uh-huh. Take a toke, uh-huh. Hold it till you choke, uh-huh. Move. Be flowing, flowing like it's so high. Fuck around and never come down. I get so high. I get so high. Love that song. Uh... Last one I would do is uh, Pool Party by the Aquabats. Do you know this song? No. I don't think. Yeah! You don't even know, dude. There's going to be food and girls and more food and Mike Trudeau's coming. song anyway well hey okay before we get out here then i'm going to since you brought up that one i'm gonna put on one i put this on my list originally and then i took it off but you took it off because i would make fun of you no i thought i just had too many so (laughs) there's never too many i know oh god (laughs) i love this song though 
Oh, I didn't see that's what you were doing. Okay. I was saying, oh, God, do something else. Oh. Did you ever listen to this band at all? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, like all of their albums. <laughs> yeah, like all basically, of it. it's all, all of their songs. It's all yes. of, it's all about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's one. I thought you were gonna play it as soon as I saw their name. I'm trying to think. I don't know their songs well. Like I don't know the. That was a good day to party hard. Yeah, that one you just played. Yeah, yeah. There's one that where they're in the pool. It's a really good one too. I can't think of what it is. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. What's that one called? Uh, Fuck four hundred one k. Nope. Is that what it is? Nope. Give me one second. I'll tell you. No, yeah, it is. Here, I got it. Maybe it is. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I don't <laughs> think that's the name of the song, though. How how fun is a, is a band like that, though? If you can do that just for the fun of it, you can record the music. What do you, you mean? Can just, you can just do music videos just like that. Just, just. I think everyone should have that approach. Unfortunately, I was never surrounded by dudes <laughs> who wanted to be that silly. <laughs> that's the that's the kind of shit I grew up on, dude. Yeah. Uh, when I first started going to shows, it was, it was now obviously the punk bands weren't that sort of party hard, whatever, but they didn't take themselves seriously and everything was supposed to be fun. I could never surround myself with people that just wanted to do that. It always had to be something more. Yeah. You know, and it, uh, you know, w- which is fine because I'm, I'm dude, look, don't, I'm not going to sit here and act like I had to figure it out. I was a pretentious cunt too, but, but I'm just saying like, I, you know, that would have been fun. Yes, you're right. I'm <laughs> agreeing with you. Yes. <laughs> and they figured it out, too. They they actually... I think they did it well. And I think, like, you know who does it well? And we need to have them on the show again. Uh, hip-hop-wise, the, like, it's fun. And I know I don't think he drinks. I don't think he parties. I think he told us that when we had him on the show, but Dave Velt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of his music and a lot of his videos and a lot of his, like, content is, like, let's party. But I don't think he, like, parties like that. I think he just has fun, you know? He definitely has fun, but his music is definitely a lot deeper than what the fuck often dies is. (laughs) At times. (laughs) At times. When he puts out a lot of those, like, freestyle videos or kind of, like, spontaneous videos, it's all silly and, you know. Yeah. He is very much, he is a lot more, obviously. I don't, everyone's more serious than the fuck off and dies. <laughs> Their name yeah. suggests that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We definitely got to have him back on though. Dave Velk. Yeah, we do. I've, I haven't messaged with him in a while, but I, you know, that dude, 
talk about somebody who stays busy, man. He's yeah. uh he clearly like he's inspiring because he clearly uh does the shit because he loves it, but also it's like he knows I don't know if he knows that he can get better, but I think he wants to get better. I think it's like a thing in his brain that goes, I'm gonna keep doing this. And if I keep doing it, I'll get better. And I'll, you know, people will notice that I'm doing it and getting better and which is inspiring because I, you know, I don't I don't know with bands that you see that mindset necessarily. With solo artists, especially hip hop, you kind of get that like content, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And people can tell if you're spending the time to make each thing that you put out better than the last thing. But do you think that draws more people to it because they can see that you're working hard? I don't know. Because it's still, I, I mean, in the end. I would love to ask him. In the end, like, even it, no matter if you're putting in, you know, 10 hours a day or you're just doing stuff with it every couple of months, it's still about, like, if people like it in the end. So. True. True. Dude, uh, I don't know if I've said this before. I probably have. The stuff that I've spent the least amount of time on has been the most popular. Yeah. That I've done. Yeah. That people have liked the most. The stuff that I stressed about, the stuff that I fought over, the stuff that I, you know, made me want to quit, nobody likes. <laughs> nobody fucking likes it. So, you tell me. I, and I, I would love to ask him about that, though. Yeah. Because, and I know, I you you and I know plenty of people that feel the same way. Like, the stuff yeah. that just came, and it, it was sort of, we went off the original idea the original feeling the overall organic sort of like this is what we felt and we stuck with it type thing we didn't overthink it for a lot of people we know that's their most popular shit too right and i'm learning that as as someone who's not working with a collective and doing stuff on my own that it's that's what it is that's what it is um with each thing that i put out it kind of finds its own little pocket of people that I don't know and that don't know me that like it. Uh, and I don't stress about any of it. I don't overwork. I don't work. I, I I work on it, but I don't work overwork myself and I don't overthink it. Uh, probably with the vocals I do, but as far as the rest of it, not a, not a chance. Right. The last song I put out, I wrote the guitar. I mean, I wrote the, I wrote the song and, 10 minutes. Honestly. And, and, you know, it didn't change much from what I originally wrote once I got it into the studio to Gerald. So I'd love to talk to Dave Velk about that and anybody, anyone else we have on, obviously, but, you know, because it feels like he's kind of that way where he's like, you know, challenging himself to get to the point where he can just be good and not think about it. Because there are those people, you know, And I think that's, well, fuck, everyone we've played during this hour and a half, <laughs> I think they're, I think they are those artists, you know, yeah. like they just second nature, just let me go ahead and obviously they work and, you know, they're like everybody else, they're human and they get frustrated and writer's block and they need to take time off and whatever, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. All right. 
What else you got? I got nothing. You want to get out of here? All right, cool. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Right. Out. Out.